And that time was funny because we talked about making the bar and what we'd call it and everything, like our normal talks when we'd have all these ideas. And she texted me after and was like, I'm not joking about this one. I'm serious. Wow. And I was like, I am too. She's like, I'm all in on this one. Like this, I'm for real. And I was like, same. And we just, it just never happened. turned back. <laughs> You're listening to the Self-Adore Podcast, hosted by Ellie Vannon and Clea Martin. Our mission is to inspire you to step into your magic and allow self-love to flow into your world. Our transition into becoming full-time entrepreneurs sparked our journey into a deeper practice of self-love. On this pod, we'll cover topics ranging from self-care, wellness, passion, mindfulness, and personal growth. We'll share our own experiences and bring on fabulous guests that will shift the conversation around self-love, making it feel more inviting and empowering. Stay tuned for a new episode each week that will inspire you to self-adore. Thanks for spending time with us. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Self-Adore podcast. We are here today with Chrissy and Jayla, who are the founders of Kalumi Beauty. They are also best friends and models and just all around fabulous, amazing girl boss ladies who we are so excited to share with you. We had a great time chatting with them and every time we see them, I just feel like we always laugh and we always just kind of have a really good time and learn about each other and just share some insight, girl boss insight, just life insight. So anyways, they're awesome. They're so funny, so knowledgeable. We know you're going to love hearing from them. They, like I said, are the founders of Kalumi Beauty, which is beauty food that you can eat. They create healthy collagen bars that truly make you glow from the inside out. Their flavors are absolutely delicious. Clay and I are obsessed with their lemon love bar. And also we love the sweetie pie bar. Um, We do also love their Coco Kiss. Like they're all just so, so good. We can't get enough of them. And if this was the bar that we could eat literally every single day, we would. Um, They are packed with marine collagen, 12 grams of marine collagen, which is incredible for you from the inside out. It's great for your gut health, and then it is also great for your skin, your hair, and your nail health. It keeps you full as well, and their bars are also packed with complex carbs like sweet potatoes and also good-for-you fats like cocoa butter and nuts. Um, They really get into all of the benefits of the specific specific ingredients in the episode. So I will save it for them because they are totally the experts. But they started Kalumi because it really was a need for them, something that they also will chat about in this episode. But it was just so cool to listen to their story and how they brought something that they really believed into life in like such a powerful way. And Kalumi Beauty has grown so much over the past two years or a year, even just six months, like they're booming, they're doing so well, and we are so proud of them. So you also don't want to miss out trying these bars. Um, They were sweet enough to give our listeners a discount code. So use code honey and be love for 10% off on their website at kalumibeauty.com. They'll also mention that again in this episode and something that's super cool is that they're donating 25% of their sweetie pie sales this month to the National Breast Cancer Foundation because October is um, National Breast Cancer Awareness Month so I thought that that was incredible so if you are going to support definitely do it in the month of October, get some sweetie pie bars for you and a friend. Like anybody will love them. They're just incredible. You're supporting a female founded company, which is also incredible. And you know that you can trust that you are putting something amazing into your body. We met Chrissy and Jayla at the Love Beauty Wellness Festival in Los Angeles about a year ago, which is crazy because I didn't even realize it was almost a year ago. And it's just been amazing to watch their growth Um, to watch their growth since then. Their bars have been sold in Urban Outfitters, Goop, Free People, Irwan. If you are familiar with Irwan, it's in Los Angeles. It is incredibly 
healthy, 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 like Whole Foods next level kind of grocery store. So for them to have been sold or being sold in that store is just absolutely amazing. And also I first saw Kalumi Beauty at Holy Matcha, which is a super cute matcha shop in San Diego. So that was kind of my first experience with Kalumi. And I remember I posted about it on my social media, like before I even knew Chrissy and Jayla. And I was like, I love this bar. I just grabbed it like randomly at this matcha shop and it was a sweetie pie bar. And I just was blown away. Like I felt full. I was looking for something that was going to help my hair at the time. Um, so yeah, that was just really cool. And then it was kind of fun to see that come full circle and then literally meet the incredible girl bosses behind it shortly after. So Kalumi is really on a mission to provide effortless beauty anywhere and everywhere you go through their delicious food because beauty shouldn't be unattainable. That is really the core of their message. They want people to feel good from the inside out and not have to overthink it and to just truly feel their best, which is something we totally believe in as well. And so that is incredible. Clay and I really look up to them and admire how they've grown their business and they've done, they do such a great job of having a work-life balance. They recently moved into this badass office space, which is where we interviewed them in Los Angeles. And it was just so cool to see kind of how they set it up and how they uh, go into the office every day and then do their work and then go home. And um, it seems like they really have that separation now, which is sometimes really hard as entrepreneurs and especially as female entrepreneurs um we carry so much pressure and uh on ourselves and i think that they just do a really good job of holding each other accountable to a really high standard but also really taking that time for self-care which is something we also dive into in this episode so we are so excited for you to hear from them we learned so much about business, life, beauty, wellness, self-love, self-care. They share some of their hot tips and we cannot wait to share from you. So enjoy and be sure to support them. Kalumi Beauty, they are the best. Here we go. Thank you both so much for being here today. We're so excited to dive into this conversation with the two of you and we Clay and I both just really admire the two of you and everything oh, you've built you. with Kalumi. So thank you for taking the time to spend time with the Selfador community. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're, we're excited. excited. <laughs> so to start, we wanted to chat through Kalumi's mission. We really love how you guys focus on inner beauty and just feeling your best from the inside out. So could you dive into what made you start Kalumi and the vision behind it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we started Kalumi just because we were both dealing with a few um, health issues of our own. Um, we were traveling a lot at the time and I was my hair was just falling out and becoming super brittle because I wasn't able to find healthy food on the go and I was lacking protein in my diet. And then Chrissy... You can yeah, I was struggling with like very, very bad um, adult acne, cystic acne. And again, that kind of came back to like my diet. I had to really look at my diet and Jayla was the friend that I'd go to for that stuff because her mom is a naturopathic doctor, right? <laughs> oh, cool. Yes, just yeah. the way that I was raised, um, you know, it was always kind of drummed into me that everything that I put in my body would have a reaction on the outside. Um, and when I was little, I struggled with eczema. So Same. I always had, yeah, a strong focus on making sure that I was supporting my body from within mm -hmm. to help with how I looked and felt on the outside as well. Yeah, I kind of had like a honestly like a two-year journey the acne wow. came out of nowhere it was not that long after we met in Milan it kind of went on for a while yeah and I went finally I did go to a naturopathic doctor um, after speaking with Jayla and trying some other things that ended up really working and that's what led to starting the company but it was a long road it was I started at dermatologist and it, that was a nightmare I was put on like spiral nalactone and I felt like I was gonna pass out all the wow. time and then like there were so many other things that I was trying that just weren't working and it ended up being like, okay, I need to look into like where this is coming from. A lot of doctors were like, just take birth control. It'll mm -hmm. go away when you take birth control. And I thought about it. I'm like, that's forcing my body to act like my body is telling me right now something is not right. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool when we finally like I finally found what was causing it and it was all in the blood work. 
That's the thing. It's just when you go to these conventional doctors and dermatologists, it's like they're just trying to find Band-Aids. They just Mm -hmm. want to try to kind of cover it up. But really everything that's happening in our body is stemming from the inside, from the gut, from like you Dietary issues. Yeah. Or or like malnutrition, which was a big one for us. Like being on the go all the time, living in New York. And then the job that we had where like you have to look good, like you have to have good skin and good hair. Um, but then they're putting all this makeup on you that might make you break out and they're putting heat on your hair constantly. Mm-hmm. And then like you're running around and the food options there aren't always great. It's <laughs> very so limited. hard. We were in New York yeah. a few mm-hmm. months ago and even just going to the grocery store sometimes there's nothing left. And totally. We would spend a track. long time at the grocery store flipping over all the bars. <laughs> oh, that one has sugar alcohols. Oh, that one has wow. more sugar than protein. And so that's really what it's started of, the whole like, thing. Even with the bar, like beyond the bars, it was yeah. like, what is there available? Like when yeah. you're running around all day and you just need something quick mm-hmm. and convenient, it's so hard to find something that actually does more than just you know, satisfy you momentarily. Mm-hmm. Like you, yeah. something that actually delivers beauty boosting benefits or actually supports your body. Mm-hmm. Makes it you just full. doesn't it exist. Makes you feel yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And not like overly full to where you're bloated. Yeah. So. so it's that it's that balance. And we just kind of realized that nothing like that existed. Mm-hmm. So it kind of started off for us. Um, you know, we started taking collagen and we noticed a huge difference mm-hmm. in our skin, in our hair. Like my hair actually grew an inch in the first month, wow. um, which was crazy, especially if you saw where my hair was at the time. <laughs> it was just so brittle and thin. So I was so excited to see that. And then I was dealing with, you know, my face would randomly break out. Mm-hmm. I was dealing with eczema still. Um, which also kind of stemmed from stress. So it was just a constant battle, it felt like. And it was like every day was just stressful trying to figure out what I was going to eat that day and Mm -hmm. how I could help support myself on the go. Well, and I think we both found that our bodies were just reacting to extreme dryness in two different ways. So like my skin was overproducing oil and that's why I was getting these big cystic acnes like or, or breakouts. And like, I remember people would always be like, why are you so shiny? Like, like I'd be Aww. so shiny and like <laughs> at photo shoots, they'd just be putting layers and layers and layers of like powder on me and my skin would eat the makeup almost. And then Jayla had the other reaction where her skin was so dry and your probably your scalp was so dry mm-hmm. and that you had to get that like prescription moisturizer, right? Yeah, I had to heavy start, duty. I was like desperate at the time. Wow. I like started using <laughs> prescription moisturizer because I was like, I just want my skin to like feel normal. Mm-hmm. Like nothing I put on felt like it hydrated it. Yeah. And that Um, that probably affected how you guys felt inside more so, right? Of course. The confidence, the self-love. The confidence was, yeah, definitely lacking. And I think it's it's really hard. I mean, it's hard for everyone if you don't feel Mm -hmm. like your skin looks good because you're always thinking, like, when you're talking to people, you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, that person's noticing that. My skin's Mm -hmm. dry and irritated and stuff. I was taking pictures under my chin because it was all under the jawline all, and I would just wake up taking pictures, taking pictures. And, like, I remember a facialist told me, she's like, are you looking at your skin a lot? Because if you're obsessing about it, you're going to make it way worse thinking about it. But the thing is, is, like, you know, for most people it sucks. But, you know, also when you're a model and you have to go to jobs with no makeup on your face and you have to go and sit in the makeup chair and you have people analyzing your face, your hair and everything, it just really, like, it also puts a highlight on everything. And you just, it's just all that more like worse yeah I mean that's when that happened I walked into my agency and they're like whoa what's wrong like we're not sending you out and they're like you need to go to a dermatologist or go on um Accutane or whatever you need to do to get rid of that and that's like that put so much stress and that was my income at the time Mm -hmm. so that's why I was waking up like taking pictures of myself all the time but Yeah. yeah it was a long journey but we've definitely come a long way and ended up making this amazing product that we can now share with everyone so yeah really comes from a place of what you guys needed and then that is sort of what you put out into the world so it sounds like you kind of went through this period of figuring out how to feel your own personal best and that's what really sparked the idea for Kalumi so Mm -hmm. along that journey what did your self-love look like did you do certain things to feel better like how do you both define self-love and how has that shifted Yeah, I think then 
I don't think I really had that much self-love. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of my, what I thought was me loving myself was being successful at work. If I was making money and I was accomplishing things and moving up in the world, then I loved myself. I felt like I was doing something good for myself. But when all that happened, I was like, something's going on in my body. Something's not right. And I actually think I did turn to food at the time was kind of like a lot of self-love was like pampering my body with good nutrients and giving my body what it said it needed with these vitamins that I was lacking. And now that's that's evolved a lot. And I've definitely overall my whole mindset has changed on self-love and it's actually something I'm still really working on. Mm -hmm. I can't really, I was talking to Jayla the other day, I can't really sit alone with myself and be happy yet. And I, I'm working on it and I'm so excited to work on that. Jayla is actually really good at it. I'm sure she'll share that with you. But (laughs) um, yeah, I found like, I can't sit alone with myself and be like super happy. Like I want to be around people all the time. I want to be working. I want to be doing something. So it's like a constant battle, but the self-love now definitely comes from like recognizing that and telling myself like, let's grow at this. Let's get better Mm -hmm. at it. And like, I, practice self-love with like still feeding myself great nutrients and like giving myself a break like mm-hmm. you're doing great just mm-hmm. relax and enjoy yourself so it's probably it for now <laughs> but yeah, it's evolving that's beautiful thank you Jayla's, for sharing oh thank you yeah Jayla is definitely a good person to talk to about this stuff <laughs> <laughs> she has a lot of good tips for me <laughs> it does it does yeah it does and I I think I've definitely come a really long way because I I always struggled with self-love as well. Mm-hmm. I think I think we all have just growing up and, you know, being judged like kids are cruel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, having eczema when I was young, it definitely I remember I would just hate myself mm-hmm. and think that I was disgusting and something was wrong with me. And I think it was, you know, only a few years ago that I really started thinking about all of this and thinking you know what this is some kind of vicious cycle like when I'm hating myself my eczema comes back Mm -hmm. yeah and I just realized how incredibly powerful the mind is and if you can learn to accept yourself and it is obviously not easy Mm -hmm. at all then your whole body and just everything reacts so much better and I think I mean self-love is really so important it's it's the foundation to success in everything, in relationships, in work, wellness, in well. personal growth, yeah. everything. Um, because you know, if you're setting intentions without self-love, then you're in setting intentions with doubt, self-doubt, mm-hmm. or like um, insecurity or something. Exactly, yeah. and that's not healthy for anybody. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a few years ago, uh, one of my modeling agents told me that I had like gained weight. And I was like tiny at the time in the peak of my career and it just made no sense to me, but I couldn't help but feel like something was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I, every time I'd start going to the gym, it was because I'm not good enough. I'm overweight, which wasn't the case at all. And it wasn't until I really started like taking a step back and realizing like I'm beautiful how I am, um, which again is not easy yeah Yeah, it really does to actually convince yourself of that and you know I started you know looking at myself in my work career and everything as well and I was like you know what I'm badass like I've been able to accomplish so much and just really have that power behind me and it just every day is so much better with that intention I love it so starting with the intention and then doing daily things and practices that can really enforce that what are some things that you guys like to do daily that help your self-love journey for me a morning routine is so important Mm -hmm. Um, I've always been a morning person. I love getting up in the morning and that's like my time with myself. Um, You know, I get up, I work out, I make myself a delicious breakfast, I make myself lunch, I, you know, get a head start on my emails and everything and it just makes me feel, you know, really good. And I feel like that's something that I'm doing for myself because I love myself. What time do you wake up? Uh, 6.30 to 7. Amazing. Yeah, she's the morning person. Mm -hmm. I am not the morning person. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. I definitely, like, as I just mentioned before, when we started this company, I was, like, 
I'm a workaholic naturally by nature. And that's why I was saying for me, feeling like I love myself was accomplishing all these things. So like it was really challenging starting a company and having that mentality, you know, I didn't do anything for myself. And it was actually the people around me that were like, hey, are you all right? Cause like, you're not eating much. You're not going to the gym ever. And now like my daily thing looks like, it sounds so funny, but it's food, like it's nutrients. Like I took a step back and realized like, this brain of mine that has all these creative ideas and like loves coming up with all these things and working really hard isn't gonna work anymore if I'm not gonna love myself and like give myself a break and treat it right. So it really had to start with like eating enough and like yeah. the right nutrients and things. And it, it's not like I've, I actually have never suffered with like not wanting to eat. I love food. It was just like, I was so busy that I would kind of forget or like not properly sit down and enjoy it. So like, that's something I'm working on is like, now I do kind of have a morning routine. I know to wake up with enough time. I don't blow dry my hair, obviously, <laughs> Still but <looks> amazing. <laughs> I like pet my cats and enjoy that. Thank you. And I make a smoothie now. And like little things like that are like how I'm loving myself a little more, like taking the time to prepare like a smoothie in the morning and bringing lunch when I'm getting better at it, still not amazing. <laughs> and now I'm cooking more dinners at home and it, I'm actually really enjoying it. And like watching a lot of like Food Network cooking is inspiring that as well. So it does sound funny that it's like all around food right now, but that's just like the first step I think in getting back into that. And then obviously like doing stretches and little workouts here and there is another way too. I think it's yeah. also like doing fun things for yourself it's like there's no reason why when you're doing housework or chores or something you can't just put on loud music and and dance yeah I love it. it's like <laughs> amazing I like sometimes I'm just dancing around my apartment I'm like I'm such a freak but it I makes like me happy yeah no I I can really relate to what you said about feeling like you need to almost like exhaust yourself to feel like your worth is kind of mm -hmm based on how much productivity you're putting out there. Totally. And I think that's a really important reminder for everybody to to remember too, like regardless of what kind of work you do or what kind of how your day looks, that it doesn't really matter how much you're accomplishing as long as you're putting out your best. Totally. And I think that that is really hard to kind of wrap your mind around. So I love that it's kind of both, you both have that time for yourself, you're putting the food into your body and the mindset piece. That's, we love all love of those it. things. <laughs> and the powerful part about realizing what makes you feel good, like for you, it's food. And just knowing that really helps you kind of have that routine. So totally. It's like a total shift. Yeah. Totally. Okay, so let's shift gears a little bit and take us back to the beginning of your entrepreneurship journey. So take us back to the beginning. How did the two of you meet? And was there a moment when you both realized that you wanted to create a vision together? <laughs> That's a good question. It was an exact moment. Tell us. Get specific. Well, we met in Milan. It's very romantic. I love it. <laughs> we were in the same model apartment. I think I met you the day I got there. Jayla, yeah. Jayla's very helpful in figuring out the mystery of the stolen closet. <laughs> and right then I knew she would she would be a great partner in crime. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we had a lot of fun together, and that's where we became really good friends. But I think, like, not in Milan, but when we rekindled our relationship, like our friendship in Miami. Not that we ever weren't friends. Yeah. But we just... Yeah, she went back to Australia for a little bit, or maybe I just came back to U.S., but we had some, like, you know, yeah, lengths of time yeah. where we were, yeah. And I think it was in Miami. We just, whenever we'd get together, we'd talk about ideas, and we're like, let's, wow. let's like, make a rap band, yeah. like a rap group. <laughs> we just, like, Girl, somehow like, knew that we had to do something yeah. together, but yeah. it but back then it was kind of like, yeah, ha ha. Yeah, yeah we would totally. joke about it. Mm -hmm. We'd talk about all sorts of stuff. We should have written them down because we, we had some good so ideas. Good ideas. It's like everywhere yeah. we went, we were like, yeah. oh, I remember like eating a pizza once. I'm like, yeah. oh, they should have done it with this and this. Yeah. Imagine if we did it with this. Oh, imagine it. And then it would just go yeah. up on a thing and then we'd be like, ha ha, good joke yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or we'd talk about, oh, look at that thing that came out. What do you think? Oh, I think it would have been cooler like this. Or we'd talk about the design or the marketing stuff and, 
yeah, I don't know, when we had this conversation about the bar, we were sitting at our favorite place called Bear Burger in New York. New York, such good burgers. Yeah, Ooh. and we were talking about bone broth <laughs> and collagen and how we were seeing all these great results and how inconvenient they were. Mm-hmm. And we were like, how could we make it more convenient? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were, we were like literally looking at our plate. So we were talking about bone broth and collagen and we were talking about how can we make it more convenient if only we could make it a bar or something. And the thing is, is like when you're potato. traveling and stuff, it was just so annoying to have the white powder. Yeah. Like just well, plain like white sketchy. powder. And you yeah. go on set <laughs> and you'd be trying to put it in your food. And I just remember one time I had oatmeal and I was like dumping all this white powder into the oatmeal and like the makeup artist walked in and just looked at me and like turned around and walked out and oh, I was like, no. yeah, we need to do, we need to do something about this. You need to put that in a different form. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, we, I mean, and then that time was funny because we talked about making the bar and what we'd call it and everything, like our normal talks where we'd have all these ideas and she texted me after and was like, I'm not joking about this one, I'm serious. Wow. And I was like, I Oh, I just too. got goosebumps. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. She's like, I'm all in on this one. Like this, I'm for real. And I was like, same. And yeah. we just, it just never like turned back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Like a snowball effect. Like but yeah. Effect. And we just had, I just remember, like when I texted you, I just had this whole feeling where I knew that this was going to happen and be amazing. But it's terrifying yeah. because we had never started a business before. We mm-hmm. didn't even know the first step. We like Googled some random lawyer online and called him. And we're like, <laughs> hey, so when he basically just like laughed and was like, yeah. Um. <laughs> we were like, so like, we'll start making them in our kitchen and sell them at the farmer's market. He's like, yeah. So look, you can hire people to do that. If your strength is like sales and marketing, like do that. Hire someone else to make the product. Don't waste your time. That's helpful advice. It was was really really helpful. Yeah. And so, yeah, because we were like, oh, yeah, we're dehydrating them because we were making them for ourselves. And we're like, yeah, we're dehydrating them in a dehydrator. And he's like, oh, you're making like 20 at a time. And we're like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's like not going to (laughs) work. The lawyer is telling us. He was talking to us about jerky and water activity. Yeah, yeah, it was actually pretty awesome. And I remember he gave us like a really good deal is like yeah, he just wanted he to help affordable and like That's we spoke to him yeah. like a year later and he's like i actually can't believe that you girls actually wow. went ahead and did yeah. That. <laughs> yeah and look where you are yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> but we still talk about you know one day when we're, we're really big maybe at expo west we'll do a little like rap routine maybe with the whole team because that was our first entrepreneurial yeah. idea yeah can you talk us through that <laughs> prototype and making the bars in your apartments how did that look for you how did you take the idea and like take action like, on what it? did you do first what was the first step we went to whole foods and we got some of our favorite items and then we are just kind of like, what about a cashew cream? What about we like bake the, or like boil and bake the sweet potatoes and get them soft? And we just kind of made the cream and mixed some stuff in it and then did the base of the mashed sweet potato. They were actually so yeah. delicious. Like it was completely different and mm-hmm. there's no way that could be shelf stable. And I yeah. think once we told the lawyer how we were making it, he's like, yeah, you can't sell that. Like, that is not shelf stable. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like a lot of research to try yeah. to figure out how to make this shelf stable. Um, and then trying to find the co packer was another challenge. Um, that, that was the hardest part. But when we went from, you know, the Whole Foods thing that we did in the kitchen, it tasted the first time we ever made it, we're like, it actually tastes amazing. And then we just kind of deconstructed it ingredient by ingredient to make it stable. So it was like, rather than a sweet potato it was like an already dehydrated powder for the sweet potato and like little things like that that we just kept deconstructing but yeah first we got the dehydrator and dehydrated the bars and that still wasn't right so then i dehydrated like actual sweet potato into powder <laughs> remember that and i like sent you photos like it worked you guys are like scientists <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty hilarious and it's yeah, so funny like with our first um flavor lemon love the oh my God, my it's favorite. kind of yeah. a unique flavor like it's lemon and rosemary and yeah. sweet potato and the way that we came up with that flavor was super organically. Yeah. It was because Chrissy sent me a text and she's like, what's a natural preservative? And I was like, lemon and rosemary. <laughs> and that's how that flavor came about. Oh, wow. So we made it with lemon and rosemary in the so beginning. Fun. And we're like, oh, this actually tastes really delicious. But like, you know, lemon and rosemary in that form isn't actually going to preserve something. But yeah. still, it gave us our first flavor. Idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Wow. So what do you think, when you first kind of started out, did you have any sort of like end goal in mind? Did you think like, I want all of, we want um, every model to experience this or do we want just people in general to experience this? Like what was it, or was it more from a place of we just need to find a solution for our own collagen powder? I think it was more of just, this is really unique and isn't like it doesn't exist this is we're on to something amazing and people are gonna love it and so i think it was just that that really was motivating it but we of course it kind of like, evolved though it, like in oh, the beginning it, it was very yeah, much like it evolved, oh we need but, it for ourselves and then it was like oh everybody else needs mm-hmm. it as well and then it was like oh maybe this could actually like we started getting a lot of traction and people were loving it and it was like oh wow maybe this can actually you know, be huge and be part of a lot of people's daily routines. Yeah, it definitely evolved and we let it. We were kind of like, let's see where it goes. But for sure, in the beginning, I think it was just that motivation of like, this is so unique and it's so different. You know, everybody wants this and needs it. Mm-hmm. I remember this This was all, by the way, before collagen was a big thing and there wasn't a lot of education You couldn't even it. find it at Whole Foods back no, then when we started. it was really difficult to find yeah. it. We had to order it offline and it would take forever to arrive um, and there was only the bovine option available. Um, and I remember that, you know, one of our first steps was we went to Fancy Food Show and we did all of the educational courses yeah, that just was to so kind helpful. of learn a lot about, you know, our industry and what we were sort of getting ourselves into. And I remember we were just sitting there like whispering to each other and like chuckling the whole time because we're like, yes, we have something that nobody else is even thinking about. And it's something that, you know, because like everyone was kind of standing up being like, yeah, I'm I'm making another soda. Yeah. And we were just like, we have something that nobody has Mm. ever done or thought of yet. Did you share that with anyone or did you try and protect the idea? We protected it. We were so protected. Yeah. (laughs) We were for sure sure that people were out to get us. Oh my God. Conspiracy theory. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) We just, we'd be like, we're doing something we need all this advice but we're not telling you what it is and people are like okay like it's a bar but it's like a different kind of bar and everyone's like great another bar yeah I remember that one advisor sent us an email and it was it was like an article that someone at Whole Foods had written and it was basically like if you're making another bar you basically have no hope because oh. it's <laughs> because so you know it's so oversaturated and we just laughed we're like <laughs> This is, <laughs> it's not just another bar. <laughs> and that's why we really focus with the branding and the marketing on really being able to open up other channels for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and making it different, like elevating the bar, you know, like if this is going to be a premium bar, like the branding needs to feel super premium and like a beauty product. Well, we it were the first does. like food and bar item to be, you know, sold in beauty stores and beauty accounts. You know, like so Goop cool. came to us, free people, urban, these kind of stores. It was definitely very unique. Mm-hmm. So what do you think was the moment then, you said you kind of mentioned that it was getting a bit of traction and people were giving it some attention. So was there a moment when you realized that there was a lot of growth potential for this? And like, what did you guys do when you realized that? Did things shift? I mean, I guess we, in a naive way from the beginning, we felt that way. We were like, this, everyone's going to love it. Like, you know, and everyone needs this. We're going to be in all these places. But I mean, of course, we're dreamers and that's what motivated us. But like when it actually came down to us putting it on the market and stuff, I think we were pretty shocked when we heard from free people, like almost immediately. Wow. They that reached they wanted, out to you? Yeah. Like all of our favorite oh accounts really came to us. And mm-hmm. these were the accounts that we dreamed of when we were, you know, designing how it would look and how it tastes and everything. We're like, oh, you know, this is going to get us into this account and this account. And then just having them come to us and confirm that this was something cool and unique was a really exciting time. And then I think another exciting pivotal moment was when we launched it, I think a few weeks later when Rosemary from RMS Beauty posted about it and within like minutes we sold out. Oh yeah, my because God. all of her customers like came over and found the product and were like, oh my God, this is so amazing that someone that we look up to, like Rosemary, 
is posting about it and loving it and all of her customers and followers are also loving it. Another thing we did too that um, definitely any brands listening should um, keep in mind, like if they're starting anything that I think was super helpful for us was we got an office center we work for only one month and we we're like, let's use the network. And we, before we actually launched the product, we took our trial run bars that were not in the official packaging and we did like a focus group. And we invited everyone in the WeWork to come out and take a survey. They didn't have to put their name or anything. And they filled out all this information, like gender, age group, where they shop, um, what they thought of each flavor. We had a board up with like what the design would look like of the front and the back of the label. And we just asked all these questions and how much would you pay for it? Like, where could you see this sold? And it was so amazing when we, we later that day took the surveys home and put them all out and separated them by age group, like demographic. And we focused on our demographic that we were going for. And it was crazy to see that, like, it had totally registered what we are trying to do with them. They were saying they'd pay $5 a bar, you know, like, so they were already going up in this, you know, the bar category at the time, everyone's used to like a dollar, $2 bar. And they were already saying like they would pay five, they'd see it in Sephora type thing. And it was just really cool to be like, okay, what we thought we were doing, you know, we have some confirmation that that's registering with people. So the thing with the price point as well is for us, it didn't, we weren't really worried about that or focused on that because we just wanted to have the best quality ingredients yeah. because we're like, yeah. we don't want to be another bar. Like a lot of our advisors were like, you can't sell a bar for $5.99. Like it's just not going to work. We were like, yeah, but we don't want to be a bar. This mm-hmm. is a full meal replacement and your daily beauty supplement. It's a collagen one. supplement, yeah. So um, it was just really breaking that mold as well, which is always scary. But um, I think we've really been able to educate on the difference and why ours is premium. And it's because of the ingredients and because we don't take any shortcuts in quality. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Thank you for sharing. So for any entrepreneurs out there looking to grow something, what are your top tips on growth and how to stay focused with the vision, but also keep the feedback in mind? Yeah, I think it's like, think about where you want to end up and does every, like every decision you make day to day should lead to that end goal. So like if you're trying to be known as like a premier product, for example, like if we are approached by a tempting like client, I guess, that's offering all this money, but it doesn't really align with what we feel our brand is or where we want to end up, then that's a decision we're going to decide to pass on, even though it's hard because that's revenue growth. It's not exactly leading in that right direction. So I think that's one tip is like definitely think about who you want to be and where you want to end up and make decisions based off that. I think another solid tip would be just to always stay focused. Like, you know, it's it's hot, like it's easy to have your doubts and people can tell you to do one thing and then someone else will tell you to do something completely different. But you have to always focus on what you're trying to do and always go with your gut at the end of the day because everyone has an opinion. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. Um, so I think we've really learned that at the end of the day, like we, nobody knows our company better than us and we have to always make decisions that feel right for us. Yeah. And to add to that too, to that point, is encourage to hear from everyone because like you want to be strong in who you are like Jayla said and go with your gut but it, it's also helpful to have all these experienced people giving you their thoughts that are conflictive where you decide on your own what's right for me but you have all that like surrounding of all these great people who have already been through it that have you know valuable points so that's been a big one for us and I think maybe a third one I was just thinking of it, the roadblocks that everybody talks about, like they definitely are there and they come up like out of nowhere and just, you know, don't give up, keep going forward and know that like those things happen to propel you. Like they're not meant to break you, they're meant to propel you. We've had multiple ones where we maybe felt at the time like this is terrible, but the outcome like from what happened after that was always worth it. It was like, oh, thank goodness that that happened because now like what we're doing. 
Can you guys get specific with one major challenge or obstacle and maybe like how you guys specifically kept going and what that felt like? Because I feel like as a young entrepreneur, it is really challenging to kind of see around the corner, but you guys have that perseverance and that's what continues, you know, to grow a business. So yeah, is there one thing? There's two coming to mind that we could definitely share as an example. I'm thinking, well, this one in particular I'm thinking of is we had our, like our heart set on a specific client that would that we'd work with. Um, like we always pictured the bar sold there and we always wanted it there and we ended up hitting a roadblock where they, they weren't able to do it just for like warehousing reasons and things like that. And our whole business was kind of built off that door opening. So at the time it was kind of like, oh gosh, like what are we gonna do? But it forced us to think quickly of like, how are we gonna evolve and how can we move forward still and still keep that goal, but like maybe for later. Mm-hmm. And what it's done is it's helped us focus on a channel where they are accepting the bar right now. They can handle it with warehousing and stuff that is gonna happen quicker and actually better. So it's better that our focus is there and then we're actually developing a whole new line to enter that other channel that we wanted to do with the bars that they're not able to do. So it kind of forced us to like think about like new inventions and also kind of like focus on a channel that's already ready for it to happen quicker. Really get creative. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so the failure or roadblock opened new doors and then allowed you both to grow. Yeah, it challenged us. Like, how are we going to evolve and adapt? But Mm -hmm. it, you know, was for the better. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like I wanted to ask you guys something too because you mentioned that, you know, you did have a few people that kind of did give you some advice or, you know, maybe it was a lawyer or different, like, mentors that you had. So how did you go about finding those people like how did you know what kind of voices were the right voices to bring into your brand I think that when the intention's there and for some reason we always we always kind of laugh about this but as we needed certain people they just somehow appeared and I think if your eyes are always open your heart's always open to receiving that then you know it's going to just happen But other than that, other advisors that we found, we've just kind of asked people in the industry or people that we look up to and admire. And we've never been scared to approach people and ask them for advice. Mm -hmm. You know, even people that are friends with us, like even Rosemary, RMS Beauty, she's been a great advisor and she's really, you know, helped us with a lot of things. Um, Going to fancy food show, we met a lot of people there. Um, And then it just kind of, once you start meeting a few people, they also open up their network to you. And I think that, you know, being an entrepreneur, I think there is a big community of us and we're all just willing to help each other because, you know, if we're all lifted up, then we're all going to succeed. And I think that that's something that has been really special to kind of see. Yeah, and just to add add to that one step further too is don't be scared to write people on Instagram or on LinkedIn or just walk right up to them out of trade show and be like, I love what you're doing. I'm like, you know, I would love a chance to like get coffee with you or something like that's the stuff like we don't really hold back. We're not scared of rejection, so to say. And I think it's really, it's worked in our favor. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that. That's how we met you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At the trade show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So shifting gears a bit, tell us all about Kalumi and what makes your product so unique and dive into the benefits of collagen a bit for anyone who's unfamiliar. Yeah, so Kalumi is unique as it is a very well-rounded meal replacement and beauty supplement in one. Um, And we, like I said earlier, we took no shortcuts in quality. We wanted to make sure that we were delivering a potent dose of collagen in every bar. So each bar contains 12 grams of marine collagen which is the most sustainable source it's the most bioavailable it's a type one collagen predominantly as well yeah and our bars are high in protein we have 15 grams of protein um which helps keep you satiated for hours helps support the body the hair everything like it's building block to the body and then we also pair that with like we have um cocoa butter which we love it's like quality fat yeah yeah um, we have slow release and carbs from the sweet potatoes, and we only sweeten with organic eucon syrup, which is a metabolism boosting root vegetable. 
It's like a delicious, mild sweetness, and we're obsessed with it. Low glycemic as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's super so, unique. Yeah, it is unique. So so at the time, you start, you both started taking collagen. You were dealing mm-hmm. a little bit with your skin and you a little bit with your hair, also skin. So if somebody, you know, didn't necessarily feel like, you know, maybe they were comfortable with their skin or their hair, are there other benefits to collagen? Why should somebody take this and is it for everybody? Yeah, so as we age naturally, when we turn 20, our collagen levels start to decrease and collagen is responsible for a lot of things with tissue, cartilage, bone, teeth, skin, hair, nails. It makes up 90% of the bodies. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it's responsible for a lot of important things in the body and also like with muscle recovery and joints and things like that. So, you know, as soon as we turn 20, it's like supplementing with collagen or, you know, getting our body to increase collagen production is going to be something that's important. Mm -hmm. So yeah, really everyone should be taking it. And the, you know, the more factors you're faced with, if you travel a lot, if you, if you smoke, if you drink, if you eat a lot of sugar, caffeine, like all these things can kind of you know, decrease your collagen levels. So that'll just mean you need to eat more kalumi or have more (laughs) collagen in your smoothies, whatever it is that you like to do. Amazing. And so should somebody be taking just the amount that's in your bar or is it unhealthy to have like two, three bars? Because we got them. I could eat five. Yeah, we're (laughs) the ones who said should you not be doing that? Yeah. Well, collagen is actually, it's all it is is a chain of amino acids that really helps support the production of skin, of hair, it really just it really just supports everything in our body to function and work better. So you really can't eat too much of it. <laughs> Anything you're not using, you your body will just discard off. So yeah. Yeah, it activates like collagen production when you consume it and hyaluronic acid production and things like that. So very cool. Yeah. So there is a lot in the wellness community about kind of just misconceptions, myths, and so much information floating around. Are there any myths or misconceptions about collagen that you guys can debunk? Totally. I think a lot of people think that when you eat it, this is what this is what I've heard a few times. They think that what we're saying is that you eat collagen and then the collagen just goes straight to your skin and plumps it off Mm. and that's not how it works (laughs) so they're like oh there's no way that collagen can you know get through the digestion and the stomach acid and stuff and then go straight to the skin and it's like no that's not how it works it promotes collagen synthesis so basically you're eating this you know amino acid chain and it's going to your bloodstream and it's really helping support you know, your proteins Mm because amino acids are proteins. So it's helping protein obviously is super important to help rebuild everything in our bodies. And that's what collagen is essentially doing. And it's like activating the production of collagen and hyaluronic acid, which then is hydrating your skin. You know, if you had a cut, sending more collagen to that area to heal the the cut. It's a process. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely a process. It's very scientific. But I think another big one is oh, collagen is better topically. It's better if you put it on your skin. And no, that's there's a lot of studies shown that that's actually not the case. For it to get through your skin, it has something to do with like the amount of water that's there as well, like for absorption. Um, and yes, obviously some will get into your bloodstream if you put it on your skin, but it's not near as much. And it's not going through the process that Jayla just described where like you consume it, your body recognizes the amino acid profile and it puts it where it needs to put it. Um, like that's not happening when you're just putting it on your skin. Yeah. That's helpful. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel like so many beauty products are like boosted with collagen. It's collagen boost here and there. I mean, but... collagen's like, it's a cool word now. Yeah. yeah. It's trending. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a buzzword for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is it going to hurt you to put it on your skin? No. Are you going to absorb some of it? Yeah. But not near, you're not going to absorb 12 grams of collagen like through your skin. Like that's just not going to happen. <laughs> okay. So you guys must be busy too. You're female entrepreneurs. Do you still, are you in the modeling world still a little bit? Or how, how do you guys have that balance? Yeah. We're still in it a little bit um, on the side for fun. <laughs> <laughs> But it's definitely, um, I don't even think I would consider it a part-time job Mm -hmm. this time. (laughs) Just a hobby. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. So as a female entrepreneur, what is a non-negotiable wellness for you? 
I mean, obviously, what we're consuming, putting in our bodies, it supports, you know, the way that you look, the way that you feel, just everything. Topically, shea butter has changed my life. Ooh, wow. <laughs> I don't use shea butter. In what form? I'm like, obsessed I with shea butter. Yeah. So basically, I just, I moisturize with shea butter. I remove my makeup with shea butter. I use shea butter on my face every day. And it's wow. seriously helped my skin. Wow. Like, I can't even describe. Just pure. Hypoallergenic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes if I still get, you know, an eczema flare up here and there, mm-hmm. shea butter just makes it so much better. And, Wow. She's got me on That's it, too. Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. <laughs> better than it. coconut oil? Oh, so much better. Okay. Coconut oil actually dries out the skin. Oh, I did not know Yeah, that. so I avoid coconut oil on my skin. It it just irritates my skin and dries it out. It, it messes with your skin barrier, mm-hmm. um, whereas shea butter is highly absorbable and just really helps put a nice protective barrier. What is it? Is it because the molecule of it is too large that it doesn't get through the skin? Is that what it is? Yeah. I'm not sure the science behind it, but yeah, it just ultimately dries out the skin. Yeah, because there was kind of a trend for a while where people were like, do like cocoa buns, like put tons of coconut oil on your hair. Yeah. And that actually has been shown to just kind of dry it up instead. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Crazy. So it feels so oily and like how could it not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what about you? Are there any non-negotiables? Is this for entrepreneur or Anything, for... just okay. for you. A non-negotiable and your wellness product, routine. wellness. So this is a weird one, but it's coming to mind, so I'll share it. But Jayla and I have um, like a business life coach and I think it's pretty responsible and for like my a lot of my just wellness as well. Um, and it's kind of a non-negotiable. I think a lot of entrepreneurs should definitely should definitely have one. Um, and even just anyone in general, a life coach. I, I don't know. It makes me feel happier whenever I speak to her and she just helps me like visualize my life and like the world in a totally different way that I think I would view if I was still like a young child, you know. So she kind of takes me back to that happy place. And it's been really good for both of us. So She's amazing. It's a non-negotiable we, for sure. I mean, that's one thing as well. When you have a co-founder, sometimes you'll, you know, run into roadblocks or not see eye to eye on things. And I think it's really being able to understand the other person and just have that overall understanding of how you react to things maybe and how yeah. the other person's reacting to things mm-hmm. so that you can really, you know, approach every situation in a healthy way and get the best possible results out of it. So yeah. she's really, you know, helped us both with that as well. And our relationship just continues to get stronger and stronger. Yeah. Love it. Aww. So how do you guys stay inspired as entrepreneurs? We find it kind of hard and we always have to find new people, new things that we can bring in to really get us into that state. So what are some things, people, places that inspire you? I feel like we're always super inspired when we're just having bestie time. Cause the thing, (laughs) I mean, the thing is, is like we work together every day, but we're also best friends. So, you know, we'll hang out on the weekend and we'll just lay by the pool and we won't talk about, you know, the day-to-day things that we speak about in the office. We'll talk about the bigger picture and exciting things and we get really inspired that way um, when we get kind of out of the office and we're in the sun or we go on a little day trip together and stuff. Um, So we try to make sure that we do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a couple things for me is I... Um, subscribe to a few different newsletters that are like constantly sharing updates on like I don't know new ingredients and like new businesses doing things and that really inspires me just seeing what other people are kind of doing and what's what's like trending and things like that and just seeing how people are kind of coming up with ideas Um, but a big thing that I do to get inspired which is kind of weird is actually like backtracking so I do this definitely once a year right around New Year's I go back and I start from January the year before and I for each month write down what I accomplished that month and I'll look at my calendar I'll like try to remember like monumental things that happened either in my life or like in Kalimi's life (laughs) (laughs) and looking at it and being like whoa I feel like we haven't done much but then when I look at it and see how much we've done it's like super inspiring and it like definitely always like gets me to a good point to start the fresh mm-hmm. like the, the year fresh so it's getting close to that time to do it again mm-hmm. so that one's yeah, a good that way one, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that tip. yeah that's an awesome 
because yeah I know we love bestie time too we talk about that all the time because sometimes we just get into like it's so easy to keep talking about work especially mm-hmm. when you're both so in it and so passionate about it so yeah we have like a fun fall weekend, weekend planned yeah. for this oh, coming weekend we're so gonna like cute. pumpkin pie yeah we're gonna make pasta yeah so that's been we had to like schedule that in though yeah, <laughs> yeah you have to yeah, yeah you totally have yeah. to so what's next for Kalumi? Is there any big plans that you guys want to share? Any exciting updates that you're really looking forward to? So one exciting thing is we've been really focusing on innovation the last few months. So we've been working on our line extensions and also another bar that we're about to launch exclusively Ooh. with Goop um, January 1st. Oh my gosh, congrats. Um, thank you. It's going to be amazing. It's a different um, beauty boosting ingredient list. Um, so it doesn't have this one doesn't have collagen in it, but it does boost collagen um, in a different way. So we'll have more details on that soon. So keep <laughs> your eyes on the page. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah, and then we've got um, well, if this airs in October, so for October we're doing uh, breast cancer awareness, and we're going to donate twenty five percent of sales of Sweetie Pie to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Uh, So we're doing that. And then we'll have some fun stuff going on for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. We've been planning that. We're super excited. Um, And then, yeah, some fun stuff around Christmas time as well. And then, yeah, the January, we'll be launching our newest bar. Yay. Exciting. Congrats. That's really cool. We'll definitely have to go purchase on Goop on January 1. (laughs) (laughs) So where can everybody find you, share your social handles, website, anything and everything? You can follow us at, at Kalumi Beauty, and then you can check us out online at kalumibeauty.com. And my personal Instagram is at Chrissy underscore Blair. And, and mine is at Jayla Hanwell. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, guys. So you mentioned that you had a fun exclusive discount for our listeners. So mm-hmm. why don't you go ahead and share that and then just remind them one more time where they can shop. Yeah. So if you want to go to KalumiBeauty.com, you can use code HONEYNBLOVE and that will give you 10% off everything. So that even includes your first month of subscription as well. Oh, so. you got to do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll use the code. Thank you both so much. Before we wrap up, we'd love if you guys could share a self-adore intention with our audience. So this is just something, a wellness tip, just something that you are working on personally, professionally, just something around mindfulness that you've worked on or you currently are working on that you want to share with the community. Okay, so for me, I think I've been really working on my mindset. I think it's very easy to have negative thoughts and it definitely, you know, portrays in your day-to-day actions. Like if you're having negative thoughts and you things aren't going to be as enjoyable. So I've been trying to make sure that I always try to look at the positives in everything. So, you know, it's easy. Like you wake up in the morning and your coffee's cold or something. It's easy to be like, oh, my coffee's cold, this sucks. But instead, if I can try to think, you know what, that's not even a big deal. Like, look what I have. Look at my beautiful apartment. I have a job that I love. I work with my best friend every day. Like, it's just trying to always alter my mindset to be positive and catch myself whenever I have negative thoughts. And I've just noticed that I attract better things. I enjoy every day and every experience so much more yeah. so it's just so much more having open. that positive yeah just right from the beginning as soon as you wake up it is Beautiful. funny how negative thoughts can consume you like they can consume yeah. your whole day they kind of lead to another negative it's mm-hmm. interesting but I mean I kind of brought mine up earlier I'm working on being happy like being by myself it's a big thing that I've been working on for a long time and I'm trying to figure out a little I'm kind of trying to figure out where it stems from even though that's not the main goal the main goal is just to like work through it Mm -hmm. um and kind of you know with that I think it'll lead to better like meditation because I've always wanted to try to meditate but I've never really been able to get there so I think like the first step and being comfortable being alone and like happy being you know sitting with myself and then being able to turn that into meditation I think is something big I'm working on. Love it. Thank you both so much for coming on. This was amazing. Thanks for having having us. us. So fun. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for tuning in. That was an incredible episode. Chrissy and Jayla, we loved spending time with you and thank you so, so much for sharing your knowledge and your insight and your love with the Salvador community. So please be sure to take a moment to rate and review this podcast. It is the number one way to support us. Please share this episode with a friend and let them know why you loved it. Please also follow us on Instagram at selfadorepodcast and check us out on Facebook by searching selfador. We love to chat with you on social media. We're always continuing the self-love, self-care conversation. We're really diving into some fun things on our Instagram. So check it out. And don't forget to use the promo code to go buy some yummy, amazing Kalumi Beauty Food bars. Try the variety pack because like they're all so good, so amazing, but maybe get a few extra sweetie pie ones to support the Breast Cancer Foundation and use code honey and be love for 10% off at kalumibeauty.com. Let us know what you think. If you buy them, tag Kalumi and tag us, and we would love to see you munching on these tasty, tasty bars. So thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Love you. Bye.